0: solo, tenor, tenor
1: Ciao, Juventini. Welcome back to the All Juve Cast channel, of course, where it's all Juve all the time, and we are going to tackle what went down in the Champions League yesterday. Unfortunate uh, loss in a must-win match uh, to Benfica. We fall 4-3, and the scoreline is flattering um if we're being completely honest all right so there's a lot to tackle we're going to kick things off with uh some of the news that's circulating today in the aftermath then we're going to get to a quick recap trust me i don't want to relive this match uh as much as any of you but we'll quickly go through the highlights everything like that and then we'll tackle um where to go from here and uh what uh, our thoughts are on Juventus and everything. And we are going to have call-ins for the Storm the Barn session today. All right. So we're going to end up doing some call-ins later on now. Um, And I'll have the details on that and how you get yourself involved. I want to quickly just get some housekeeping out of the way. And that is that uh, for everyone tuning in on your audio outlets, head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. That's where you get your daily update videos. That's where we have the match day Lives. That's where I'll bring you live watch-alongs covering Juventus action for you as well. For everyone that's asking how to support the channel and help us out, Um, Obviously, Super Chat is enabled in the chat sessions here on our lives. Not only that, but if you check out our store, which is directly linked with us on YouTube, there's a great new uh, Del Piero design there that's available to everybody. So get yourself some cool custom merch and support the channel now. Let's get uh, to some hellos in the live chat here. Get kind of these thoughts here before we get into uh, some news and everything. So Jeremiah coming in here and saying, Hey guys, sitting deep in a must win game, starting underperformers every game, snubbing top youth quality, every new low swept under the rug, etc. The first step in the right direction is to sack Max. So Jeremiah coming in and hot right out of the gate. And honestly, uh, it is hard to argue with anything uh said there. Bob Yogisell saying bye bye, Champions League money and bye bye max, please. Yeah, so this is gonna be uh it, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough here um to make this one through without actually getting into a big rant. But I have a lot of things that we're gonna get off our chest here, and uh Chat coming in you're saying gutted but uh, united we stand as you ventini um, we uh yeah we're get, we're gonna get to thoughts on unity what I'm seeing out there in social media and everything and uh, just where it is but uh there's a lot of changes that need to happen and uh, it can be argued that should we have made those changes when a lot of us were calling for that potentially we could be in a better scenario right now at the moment and probably could have salvaged more out of the season. But again, that just stands on what your beliefs are and how much weight you put on players, how much weight you put on coach. But uh, something's got to give, because I don't think we can continue uh, the season the way we're going. Um, And just a continuation from last season, big games. We have failed consistently since last season. Something has to change. Every time you hit a measuring stick match, you fail and fall flat on your face and it just can't keep happening. There is no progress being made. Um, the wins here and there against these sides again, we got uh, a couple of wins in there, but Empoli and whatnot. And the same questions are there for this team. And I said, don't get too high on this Empoli thing and four goals and whatnot. It feels great at the time, but I saw a lot of problems and issues and system uh failures that I said a good team will capitalize and cause you problems. And here we go into Benfica and that's exactly what we see Neville saying mentally very weak. And it starts from Allegri. Can you imagine Allegri's attitude at halftime? Every Juventino was calling for answers to Benfica and clearly for Allegri, this match was important. Um, It was a failure and there's no other way to put it regardless of Max's words. And he came out and he said, look, not uh and this part just infuriates me cuz this is before the match even takes place okay uh before the match if we should not advance in the champions league that is not a failure i don't want to hear that shit before we play a must win match okay that's the last set of words that should come out of your manager's mouth before you head out there and whatnot. And the truth is he's not even, it's not even a truthful statement. It is a failure max. Okay. The bare minimum for this team was making top four and advancing to the round of 16. You have failed to do so. That is a failure. I don't care about what you say. It is a failure. That was the bare minimum objectives for this team. Okay. Uh, round of 16, Making top four, bare minimum. You didn't accomplish it. It is a failure. You missed out on objective. Don't try and feed us a silver lining about Europa League because we may not even make Europa League. We may not even make it the way we're going right now. So Benfica's through. Benfica's through with that match yesterday. You think they might not even go all out against uh, maccabi but to be honest i don't think benfica needs to go all out to get a result against uh, maccabi and uh it's done what do we say uh, i've been saying for a while now we needed to get our job done before we even think about the help we need in this uh, competition and we couldn't even get our part of it done and to be honest this team it uh, it didn't deserve to be in that uh, champions league based on what we were seeing and what he was getting so it is uh It it is what it is. Uh, We're going to get to some news, okay? So, obviously, when it rains, it pours. Vlaovic is uh, dealing with an injury to his adductor. It's going to be evaluated today. We will wait to see what happens there with Vlaovic. As far as the rumors circulating today about Max, Max will not be sacked until at least the World Cup break where things will be evaluated further, um okay there's rumors saying that management has told max start utilizing the youth and they don't like the direction it's going it that's bullshit in my personal opinion um there's no way they're going to start putting pressure on a manager that's there to use certain guys and do anything like that no it's just going to be a matter of if they're going to get rid of him or not um for me uh without question that's the first step that needs to take place. Um, because again, we're breaking record, we're breaking all the wrong type of records. And yesterday was another one. First time in the history of Champions League and Juventus that they drop uh three goals, okay. That they give up three goals in a half, okay. Uh the first half of football. Awful, awful. There's rumors about uh, after this one Di Maria potentially leaving January now that we're out of the Champions League. Mirko di Natale saying that outside of uh Di maria's camp it is being reported that those are all false statements and that it is not happening okay um and again uh, a little furthermore on vlaovic um as these updates were coming in i was just taking them all they they have a good feeling about vlaovic and that he um exited the match at the right time to prevent it from being something serious okay in terms of uh anything else There's nothing really concrete. Obviously, Illing Jr. came in uh, at about the 76-minute mark of the match and uh, played fantastic, did a great job. And then, uh, of course, uh, now we found out uh, that they're potentially looking at extending his contract. This isn't a one game based uh, scenario or anything. You're just hearing about it now because he's trending based on his performance yesterday and what went down. Okay. But uh, they've been looking at extending his for a bit here. It should probably get done. And those are what the reports are uh, coming out right now. Okay. So, um, We take a look at uh, some of the comments coming in here, and uh, we've got uh, Swarid. There's only three unbeaten teams in here: PSG, Benfica, and Napoli. And two of them are in our group. And we were basically second string throughout the group stage. It's not. That's not a consolation for me, Swarid. I mean, it's cool, you know, but uh, for me, it's just not a consolation. I still say we're better than what we've shown. This team continues to go out there misguided and led in a poor, poor fashion. Okay, so let's talk about unbeaten teams before I even get into the match and everything. You're facing an undefeated team. Okay, you're facing an undefeated team, a team that has already beaten you um, and showed what they can do. And you're going into their house. And from the outset, you surrender your territory and you drop your line so deep, almost at the damn penalty spot, without pressure and pushback to regain space. That is not going to bode well. Um, It's just in Champions League, it's not going to bode well. That was hard to do that with... An incredibly locked-in defense that we had before was still nail-biting. And we still came out uh, edge-of-our-seat matches. Now? You want to try and do this now? No. Allegri has proven to be some type of um, link to try and rekindle the past. When in reality, we are seeing we need to move We need to move in the future, okay? We need to move properly and stop looking behind us because what do I always say? You're not going to get anywhere if you keep looking backwards, all right? So it's time to look ahead. It's time to play without fear and start having the right approach. This approach is not going to get us anywhere, um, it just isn't going to get us anywhere, and we're getting outplayed. Not only by Benfica, we're getting outplayed by Maccabi. We're getting outplayed by Monza. We're getting We're getting outplayed by essentially everyone. Okay, well, how many games have we actually led in possession, felt in control? Whatever. I can think of one match. I can think of one match this season where we were actually in control, and even there, there was a twenty-minute lapse. It's not good enough. That is not good enough. And it's not even good enough for us to get the bare minimum, which is round of 16. Again, talking about Max last season, going into this season, big games, every single big game, he has faltered it. And we continue to just fall by the wayside. It it needs to stop. You need to stop the bleeding. Players, I have a tough time going that all in and hard on these players when in actuality, it, there's there's nothing there. How many times yesterday against Benfica did you see inter uh, interlinking uh, play of four or five string quick succession passes? Sometimes it takes us five minutes to string four passes together. It's not good enough. You see the difference of a team that has ideas, has a system, knows where each other is going to be, against us which is freewheeling it's freewheeling for the most part up ahead and it has to change without a system how can you even truly properly gauge and define your players how can you even properly gauge your players without a system how can you identify hey we need this we need that i've been saying for a while i don't care who you put on this team right now without something set system that they can all share and rely upon It's just going to continue to be a group of individuals and certain guys are better than others and that'll shine through. But ultimately the same questions will always be asked of this team as long as Max is at the helm. And that's if they can get it done against big teams, where will their system falter and leave and let them down. And so far for us, it's against every decent team. Okay. And some of the weaker ones change has to come all right we're gonna quickly get into this okay we're gonna quickly get into uh, this match just a quick quick recap okay so as far as the lineup went Obviously, uh, Sandro was slated to start, had issues, so we ended up getting Gatti in there for this one, okay? So you had Chesney in goal, you Gatti, Benucci and Danilo as your three centre-backs. You had Cuadrado, McKenny, Locatelli, Rabio, and Kostic across the middle, Blaovic and Keane. This starting lineup, there was a lot of um, discussions leading into this game about, well, you know, why not play Medetti and all this? We're going with these guys. And then the counter-argument was, look, I could see it from both sides. Hey, we need some changes here. Maybe get some Miretti in there to mix it up. McKenney's, you know, just hasn't been doing it. But then all of a sudden, you know, you look at it, and the flip side is it's worked for a couple games. You want to keep going with it, and this is a do or die. If you change it and it doesn't work, you know, it's just one of those guessing games. Ultimately, um, this lineup was it, – it just – the guys on the pitch, there was mistake after mistake after mistake, and it was ugly all over the place. And Benfica took it to us out of the gate, and uh, they got a goal early on, 60 minutes in, and a short corner, short corner, and our guys are sleeping. McKinney had no desire to go and close down the space, and we get a cross in, and Benucci loses his man easy. A man that's right in front of him to his left two feet away and then just makes a run and he's nowhere near and even Gatti could have uh jumped up and uh taken that he doesn't get to it and uh it's buried we're one nil down 60 minutes in and again just allowing that space allowing like no desire to close down that space and not give them an easy cross in and Bonucci absolutely asleep at the wheel there 21st minute Corner kick for us. Danilo first to it as he's been a lot this season. First to it on the corner. Back post Vlaovic sees it in. Obviously, discussions about potential handball, everything like that. It was checked. It stood one-one. Okay. So sign of life, getting that goal back quickly. Big, big things, but didn't change anything. Benfica still putting us under 27th minute. Handball gets called on Quadrado. And if you watch this play back, here you go. Um Gatti had an opportunity to clear it. He didn't clear it. Quadrado was too close. They miscommunicated. And to be honest, hits the player's chest ball, uh, chest, and then uh, Quadrado steps into him. His hand is there. I could see this being called and not being called. It's honestly their discretion. But ultimately, so lackdaisical in our own end to even get to this point. It's a PK, and uh, Jean Mario steps up and uh, buries it. It's 2-1. And there, it doesn't stop. 34th minute on the run. Benfica finds another through uh, Rafa Silva there. And uh, Danilo, again, not closing down on uh, his man. The cross is allowed in, and Gatti knew nothing of this. He had Quadrado coming back on his right side. So Gatti had the runner that came in, which ended up being Rafa Silva, and Gatti had the man behind him. He sh- he needs to, if he can't communicate to Benucci, because this Rafa Silva made the run in behind Benucci um, as he came from his side slightly behind. If Gatti can't communicate that quickly enough, he needs to step in there because that's the immediate threat. And you have to just trust Cuadrado can get to that back post coverage there. And if he doesn't, it is what it is. But again, just awful, awful at the back. It's 3-1 um, and it ends at halftime there. Again, breaking all the wrong records. Okay, three goals allowed in the first half of Champions League uh, for the first time in Juve's history. Extremely frustrating. Milik comes on for Keen at half, and uh, and uh, it is what it is. Hopefully, he can, like, spark something. Not so much. 49th minute. Banucci with an absolutely lazy pass. Lazy pass forward, trying to hit Locatelli, wasn't even close, and he takes his time getting back to his position. Um, still barking our doors, looking ahead as he's trotting back. Gatti, who's playing on the right side of Benucci. Benucci, when he wins this ball, is out on the right flank. Naturally, if you're playing a three-center back system, you slot back into the center. If your center back, who's at the middle, is out on the right flank, you slot back, okay? So Banucci with a lazy pass forward, but he starts to trot back and Gatti waits for him to get back as well rather than sliding in and just taking your time at least gain possession again before taking back your original positions. No, we don't do that. Gatti stands there and Bonucci doesn't get over in time and they find their player in the middle of the area wide open and he buries and it's 4-1 and it's just mistakes like this are. So hard to swallow, okay? It's just unbelievable to see things like that at this level. That's why this team is not, they don't deserve Champions League football. If you're making mistakes on fundamentals and basic positioning like this, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. We got exactly what we deserved, and we were 4-1 down. In the 60th minute, Chesney makes a big save, stopping him from being 5-1. Um, we get some subs at the 60th minute. We get some more at 76, Illing Jr. being one of those. And um, he does great work in the 76th minute, taking his guy on and getting a nice cross in there. Millick ends up burying it. In the 79th minute, McKinney adds another one. But honestly, all that does is make the scoreline respectable. But it doesn't, uh, it doesn't help uh, overall any feeling out of this match. The feeling is still the same. We got pumped. Okay. We got pumped. Um, those are consolation goals. Illing did well and whatnot. But you know, there's some that are going to go off the deep end now saying he needs to start all these games and everything like that. Look it's a combination of things that we saw yesterday and it's a combination of these things that leads me to not have to see any more about making a coaching change in my, and this is my personal opinion. Okay. And before we dive into this and everything, um, we're going to just ask if you could just take a second, like the video, it would help out. And if you're new here, of course, subscribe to the channel. All right. But, um, here, here's a couple of things. You have a manager that is essentially, um, He's banking on his vets, okay? So I see multiple problems here with this whole thing. You have a guy banking on his veterans. His veterans are not good enough. They have not been good enough. Cuadrado is uh, just enough is enough. From here on out, whether we believe that the three five two has been the best for us or whatnot, you can't do that anymore because Quadrado should not be starting matches. Period. He has been an absolute nightmare this season. And yesterday it continued. Benucci is suffering tremendously and he was awful yesterday. He still to this season has not been to the depths of Quadrado. So the 3-5-2, if you don't have a solution, if you don't think Sule can play at that right wingback position for Cuadrado, then you switch it to a 4-2-3-1, but Cuadrado does not start any matches here on out if I'm in charge. I'm sorry. It has not been um, good for him, and it's been hurting us. And yesterday in a do-or-die match, you know, Max banked on his experience, guys, and they fell flat on their face, okay? Um, yeah, you combine that with a pragmatic approach, okay? So we have coach banking on vets, arguably not giving guys uh, faith, even despite uh, subpar performances. You have the vets just not being good enough and not showing enough. And then you have a pragmatic approach. We talked about that. You have an unbeaten team. You're going into their house And your approach is fearful, extremely fearful. This all doesn't bode well for you. And it didn't bode well. And we got absolutely punished for it. Two out of those three problems that I just uh, laid out are directly Max's doing and Max's fault. Um, it is incredibly frustrating to go through this and uh, continue to see these types of failures. Now, I don't expect him to be gone. I didn't expect him to be gone today because I thought if it was going to happen, it would have happened around the Monza match and Monza would have been the opportunity. You had a break shortly after that, an international break, so they didn't get together through the international break, didn't get it through after the retiro. You know, the questions, the same questions remain, and the same failures become evident. And it is what it is. Um, Navin saying, We all know Quadrado and Benucci will start next game. Frustrating. Frustrating. Dell saying, How many sitters did Benfica miss? We still lose if everyone uh, converts um, their sitters. Absolutely. I actually thought Gatti was one of the bright spots. Uh, Some good blocks and forward passes, runs. I don't want to get too hard on him, but you know, it's it's tough in a Champions League match for a guy that's played 180 minutes in Syria to come in there and expect this chemistry or this to be locked on. So again, does that not pose an issue though? You've got to put a guy in based on something that's going on in uh, warmups and whatnot. So Sandro now all of a sudden can't come in. Do you think Gatti would have maybe been able to realize, hey, he's out here. I need to slide in here centrally, wait for him to come back. If maybe he had more than 180, 180 minutes of playing, not all those minutes were with Bonucci either. You've got the rotation. Max is banking on the experience, guys. And again, if our project is in fact these promising youngsters and we always talk about the talent that we've actually put together and Carubini has done a good job there. What good is it? If you have a guy that will always bank on the experience. And we got into this in depth with the last po- uh, post match podcast, where I started talking about integration of these young guys. What good is it to this team? Um, that Paredes comes in there has virtually no effect on this team and we sent Rovella away who's balling out for Monza who even if he had struggles and we of course would have seen growing pains with Rovella but at least it would have been with us it would have been with us and he can grow with us and be part of that future there's so many questions I have and one of the biggest ones is Max in fact the right guy for a team that is in fact trying to do something with younger players and build for the future are we even Trying to build for the future. Are we, is that even our goal? Because you have to really question that with Max being at the helm. Like it just, I'm not seeing it all coming together. Uh, I'm not seeing it all come together. And now, you know, I talked about Max's words prior to the match, talking about this is not a failure. Should we not get through? Nonsense. Nonsense. Of course it is. Of course it is. Trying to play some silver lining by Europa League. We may not even make Europa League. That's the, that's the reality, everybody. We may not make Europa League, okay? Um, it's It's incredible. We may not actually be in Europa. And to be honest, this team would probably benefit. And people have asked this question. This question has come up a lot. And I want to see what everybody in the live here thinks about this, okay? Would we benefit from going into the Europa League and trying to make a run there? you think that would be more our level and be able to do something. To be honest, I don't even, I think Max will still get exposed in the Europa League, to be honest. And uh, I personally believe that the players, the group that we have is better than what we are seeing. I see so much at fault in uh, the system. I'll give you an example of yesterday watching, watching this match. Okay. Okay. Um, Quadrado. Cuadrado makes a cut in. He does beat his man. He makes a cut into space, cutting in central. After he does this, he looks up. And you look up. I look up. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm watching this unfold. And I think, my God, he's just beating a guy. And it's going to force another defender to come into him. And you know what? It doesn't force another defender to come to him because all his players, any of his options, are in the same spot Sitting in the area waiting for a back cross, a back post cross. That is pathetic. That is so pathetic and so just plain Jane and weak and predictable and easy to defend. Okay. He had nobody making a run, nobody standing off of him to play a one two with. Like all our players, they, and this is, of course, got to come from coach. And if it doesn't come from coach, I don't know what's going on, but they're literally all standing there waiting for a back post cross. I looked at that and I just, I honestly, sadly, I laughed. I laughed because you look at the difference. The second Benfica got the ball, everybody knew their positions. They got there, held their possessions and their positions. And then they worked, they worked it around. And then when they got close, boom, 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 four passes, they know exactly what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, how they're going to do it. What do we know how to do? Get ready for crosses. Get ready for crosses. And it's just, it's terrible. It's not good enough for the Champions League, everybody. It's barely good enough for Syria. What? And to watch these games, even if you're not a football mind or whatnot, it, like, you can figure that out and see these shortcomings and think, my God. What is going on? It's so plain, Jane. It's, 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 it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to watch a team that's supposed to be of a certain caliber come out and that's the best they can do in a do or die Champions League match. No. And the bright spot was that the youngsters did well coming in, you know, massive, massive credit to them. And I have to, uh. Uh, Tip my hat to them for coming out there in what would have been an easy scenario to just go through the motions. They came in and gave us uh, a shot of life and fought and uh, tried to do their best. Massive credit to them. Also shines a light that Max needs to start having faith in guys based on performance, not on time spent with the club or experience. Okay. Okay um that's what needs to happen he's not doing it and i don't think he's the guy so after this if we don't start seeing a better mix and guys being uh rewarded for um effort drive uh, play performance you can't just keep throwing mckinney and quadrado out there when they're they're failing, and I get that. Earlier on, we talked about, it and you got a couple wins, do-or-die match. I could see why sticking it through, or whatnot. But ultimately, we also saw the flip side of that to it, and it's Gatti coming in and not being in sync with uh, the other guys. And you saw the flip side of costs um, or Illing Jr. being able to have an impact and being able to do some. So it's just major, major changes need to be done. For me. Allegri has uh, he's gone as far as I think this second term's gonna go. Um, I don't need to see anymore for myself to realize the change needs to happen. At this point, I feel like each day that passes, we're wasting time. That's how I truly feel and it's a sad way to uh, think of it, but honestly, each day that uh, we continue on this current path, we're wasting time. We're preventing, us going to the next uh, the next level, the future of Juventus and whatnot. Every day that passes, that we don't uh, try something, um, we're not going to see change. We're not going to see change. Now let's get uh, some of this, um, some of these comments uh, coming in from all of you. And Dan Kat is saying, once you announce that the coach won't be fired, no matter what, this is the result. All responsibilities are gone. Yeah, I mean, you can always make that argument about uh, setting the standard, right? And this is the part that's really, really frustrating for me. And again, going back to Max's words, do not normalize losing at Juventus. And this is why I have a major problem with um, the things that he says at certain times, because Do not try and sell us that this is not a failure to not qualify out of the round of 16. Don't sell that to us. Do not try to get us to settle for mediocrity. It's not, it shouldn't be the norm at Juventus and it shouldn't be accepted. It is a failure. It is a failure. Otherwise, what the hell are we doing here? It's a failure. Don't try to normalize that. Stop Giving Cuadrado every single start if he's falling flat on his face. Two corner kick assists don't change my mind and don't blind me to an absolute shocker of a game against Empoli. If you got to go 3-5-2, if you have no other right wing back, then guess what? You're going to something else. 4-3-3, 4-4-2, 4-2-3-1, something else. But stop trying to tell us. Stop trying to tell us this is not a failure. And that we should accept this and whatnot. Stop telling me that it's about the injuries. Stop telling me all of this nonsense. Okay. Sure. We need these key guys and they're going to help us. But to see a team this uh, uncoordinated, unorchestrated and lack any type of a system, I'm Always going to have doubts that those guys come in and have a big effect. And I saw that with Di Maria because everybody's, you know, you're trying to treat Di Maria like this savior and, oh, he's going to make an impact. He's going, No, he had one game where he was a massive impact and the rest of it was him trying to do everything on his own because we have no game plan. These players still, we're late October and they have no idea how to play together we have a midfield that consists of three midfielders and none of them play together okay how many times do you see our midfield pass to one another and work the ball around very rarely i can't even tell i bet you they make less than 40 passes a game amongst one another mckinney barely touches the ball 30 times a game and he plays in the midfield that is laughable Okay, that is laughable. Rabio gets his 40 to 45. Our Regista touches the ball 60 times. I can't think of anybody in a Regista system that touches the ball 60 times. Our system is failing. It is predictable, it is awful, and it's creating problems for these guys, even the individual strong talents, because there is nothing there. Okay, there is nothing there of substance there's nothing for these players to latch on to that's why there's no confidence that's why there's no sense of belief it all starts from there and again i fall back on this how can you properly assess your players how can you properly assess them without having a system without knowing what you're trying to do what their job is what their role is you could say this is this person's role but you see the way it pans out and there's no way he could accomplish that based on this lack of system. It's it's, it's in, incredibly infuriating to watch match-in, match-out, okay? Um, is what it is. Let's get some more uh, comments coming in here. Nader saying the fans don't like the current staff. It's a clean up. Cuadrado is a symbol, Al. It's now uh, defying logic. Yeah, uh, defying logic. That would be uh, a great way to put a lot of the feelings around this uh, team. And, uh, again... I just uh, I don't know the reasons why um, why exactly these changes haven't happened. Okay, I don't know any of that. Uh, there's a lot of speculation as to say that. Uh, you know, it's the fin- it's the finances. Um, it's maybe fear, fear of getting it wrong again. Um, it could be a number of different things, but uh, one one thing I personally feel again, this is my opinion. Um, no, if nobody agrees with me, that's fine. It's just it's it's me. It's how I feel, and for me personally. Um, we're not going to move forward and it's time wasted sticking with Max. Okay. The approach has failed. Um, It's nowhere near uh, good enough for the level we want to be at. And if it's not, then what are we ultimately, what are we ultimately doing? What are we ultimately doing? If it's not good enough, it's barely good enough for Syria. We talked about that. what, What are we doing here? Now we're trying to be a team. That's just happy making it in the champions league and not like each each year, it feels like we're going further and further and further away from where we're supposed to be. And we can't we can't let that happen. And you can't continue to let that standard slide before taking action. And even if you get that action wrong, you're trying. You're trying to maintain a standard. And ultimately, people will appreciate that more. Then being fed this crap, I at least feel I would appreciate it more if the team tried. If the team made an effort and, hey, it didn't work out is what it is, but you're trying. You're trying something, okay? You're trying to make that change. You're trying to make something happen. Um, As far as uh, not doing anything at all, for me, it's just time wasted, especially when you can see it. When you can see that and see what's going on, and that it's not getting better, and these little moments here and there, these four nils against Empoli and whatnot, like they're great in the moment in time, but you just know, and I think we all did, and we covered it in the post-match pod. Like there are still questions. There's still questions of this team. So many of them. So many of them. And uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. How uh, things go down um, in terms of uh, Locatelli? There was a question here. How would you assess uh, Locatelli? Uh, Nader said Locatelli has no confidence. Man, it was clear yesterday. He was nervous, more like um, anxious. How would I assess Locatelli's performance? Look again, statistically, numbers-wise, it's all the same. But again, you know, when you watch his team. I don't care who's in there. Paredes, if we kept Rovello, Rovell's in there. Locatelli's in there. I mean, it, it doesn't change because the way we use our side midfielders, Rabio, Kenny, they just bail out. This midfield does not play as a unit. I can't think of a club that I've seen ever play like that, that just does not have a midfield that is in unison and, plays in harmony and these guys don't even play to one another and so often the balls at the back yesterday against Benfica Rabio's way up McKinney's way up Locatelli's running side to side in the middle they're trying to get this ball they don't have the lanes to hit Rabio and McKinney so they end up being completely useless whereas at least if they're back closer the Locatelli closer to the back line. They can take a pass, accept it, draw somebody out, quick pass back, maybe find Loka then like it's, it's not good enough. It's such a basic, basic setup. So as far assessing Locatelli, I assess it the same as everybody else, other than the guys that came in, gave a shot of life. Everybody was pretty bad, but it was a bad team game. It was a bad team game. Kostic maybe your only sign of life in the first half and whatnot, but, uh, Again, the team play was just frustrating. When Cuadrado does finally beat a man, like I said, and all his options are just waiting for a back cross pass, uh, a back cross, a back post cross. Sorry, excuse me. It pretty much sums it up for me. It just sums it up for me. And uh, I'm frustrated in uh, this team. I'm frustrated in myself for you know believing. But here's the thing: <laughs> Allegri is supposed to be a defensive. A defensive, you know, minded coach or whatever. You got absolutely obliterated yesterday. It could have been six or seven, okay? Maybe more. Not even that is up to snuff, okay? So what are we really doing here? We're either just waiting it out, okay? Waiting it out for this roster to clean itself up at the end of uh, this season and then moving forward with max and and to me that's that's a bigger shame than what's going on that is an even bigger shame if we are actually trying to wait things out for a roster cleanup and then get it because honestly again if you have nothing of substance there to latch on to it doesn't matter who you bring in it doesn't matter i'm telling you it's just going to be the same hopeful things. So bring in a coach. My first thing I laid this out after Monsa. I've talked about it after for me is stages. We haven't addressed the stages accordingly and we haven't um, committed properly, but it starts with the coach. Okay. Start with the coach. Then gauge and define your roster properly. According to a set system, what direction you want to go to and commit to that commit to that system that coach for a minimum two seasons this is max's second season it's worse than last season okay that's why i don't need to see any more i don't need to see any more it's worse than last season and there's no progress being made okay um so we start there and then gauge and define your roster accordingly clean it up and you know what to be honest I would have been okay with leaving management alone, but because of this being this long before we actually take these steps properly, I've lost confidence in the upper management. And Allegri, this has been a complete disaster. Going to Pierlo, then bailing on Pierlow, and now going to Allegri and it being a complete nightmare. The manage upper management needs to face the music for that. Okay absolutely has to take uh, the uh, fault for that. And you've got to make some changes whole like wholesale changes. But uh, honestly, how can Max, how can we continue with Max? Even the one thing he's supposed to be strong at, which is the defense and whatnot is it just got obliterated. His approach is weak, makes the players fearful. They have no system, no belief. They don't play it as a team. And we're in late October. Um, Big matches they've failed consistently since last season, carries on into this season. I've seen, I've seen all I need to. I don't know what else you could possibly have to see to make the decision to go a different route. Now, there's all sorts of rumors that we're going to hear, and that's in regards to, um, essentially that there might be an agreement between Agnelli and Max and they might work this out in a less with less financial burden on Juventus for Allegri to just walk away for the good of the club obviously he and Agnelli are friends and whatnot but honestly um yeah it's it's got to happen in my opinion World Cup break is when i think it's going to go down if we come out of the world cup break and max is still our coach that's scary for me to think about that's scary to for me to think about uh, as a fan because again i just laid it all out as far as trying something trying to turn the tide letting the standard slip there's this fine line of being realistic but still maintaining uh, your standards and whatnot. So, whether we look at some of this talent on the roster and people want to get into player performances and all that and whatnot, and I look at it in a little bit more, uh, a little bit more broader in terms of units, midfield units, uh, center back pairings, um, and system and play, structured play, rigidity. I look at it a little bit more like that and then you know, break down the players in terms of execution, not just, hey, man, all these players suck, they're no good, and, you know, oh, Ravio's the lowest rating, but we praised him for two games against garbage teams. Well, listen, everybody was garbage yesterday. Our system got absolutely destroyed by an undefeated team who knows exactly who they are, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. We don't know what we're going to do. Every game is going to be completely different for us because we're just freewheeling it. You have a midfield that doesn't even pass amongst each other. You have a center back, uh, you know, that Gatti's come in. He knows nothing of Benucci, pretty much. And training sessions are great. They do not replicate match minutes. They don't. Scrimmages, whatever. It's as close as you're going to get, but it's still... It's You're not going to replicate a Champions League game and even uh, big league games in training sessions. You're not going to do that. So, you know, banking on these guys, it got Max into trouble. And he's in deep right now, and I don't see any way out. Um, the attitude of the players, the attitude of the team, again, um still United still doing their little huddles and everything like that. I think it's fine. Um, I see some change in terms of that, some attitude and whatnot, but ultimately it's Max's portion that I think is letting them down the rest of the way. Okay. That's, that's how I feel. Anyways, uh, we're going to take a little bit of uh break from all this before we get into kind of storm the barn. All right. So we are going to have a storm the barn session. We are going to try to bring in some live call-ins, too, for the Storm the Barn session, okay? So uh, we're just going to take a bit of a break here, and we're going to get to uh, an AJC tweet of the match for yesterday, and we got to have some fun, and I actually love this. Uh, The whole team said this is clearly it because we love seeing this. From uh, followers, subscribers, whatever, like this is just gold. This was the AJC tweet of the match after yesterday's uh, shit show, basically. So there you go. Uh, there's our AJC tweet of the match. El troy loco coming in here. You're all fired. And using a screenshot from uh, either the pod, probably one of the daily update videos, uh, but that's uh, that's gold. Absolutely gold. So, we all got a good laugh at that. And uh, that's fantastic. And also, you guys, you know, another way to support us hey, clipping cool segments or moments, clips that you might agree with, everything like that. And there you go. Man himself is in here right now. There you go. Congratulations. AJC tweet of the match going to Troy there. There you go. Uh, fantastic stuff. But uh, yeah, hey, share. The content, okay? Um, Yeah, by all means, clip videos. If you agree with uh, stuff or you want to use it as a discussion point, by all means, we absolutely love that. And uh, it all helps. It all helps. So the AJC Army is strong. You guys are fantastic. And, um, you know, we try our best to, uh, you know, keep things as positive as always. But, again, we do not – we don't filter ourselves. Okay. So you're not going to get anything filtered here at all UV cast. Uh, we are straight from the heart and we call it how we see it. And I've always believed in running it that way. And, um, if some of the fans don't agree with it and want to be more positive and, uh, you know, uh, it's just, it's, it's not us. We've always been raw, unedited and unfiltered. Um, because we feel it's the most authentic and genuine. It's being us and who we are. And that will never change. Okay. You guys keep doing a great job. Um, the live chats. Fantastic. We're going to get close to the storm. The barn session. Just wanted to uh, probably highlight a couple things. I mean, if you were going to name, uh, it's funny that Ealing ends up getting uh man of the match, essentially just coming in as a sub. That says a lot about this game too, because the young guys themselves it's gonna catch up to them too. This lack of a system. So while everybody is, um, you know, really excited and rightfully so, we did a great job. Like I said, massive credit to the young guys for coming in there in a game that could have been very, very easy for them to just wash their hands of and say, you know what, um, we're we're basically we're basically done. Like we're just going to go through the motions here. This game's over. Could have been easy for them to do it. They didn't do it. But now all these talks of, you know what, play this guy, play all that guy. They're going to fall victim to the same thing. The rest of the players have, and that's just lack of system. Um, a guy like Elling Jr. Even Sule might have more confidence in those one V one situations when we find them and can uh, engage that on the flanks. I have faith in Sule. He'll have confidence to try and take guys on. Um, Illing Jr., he'll have confidence to take guys on. Quadrado's starting to lose that confidence because he's kind of lost a step. He's regressed quite a bit. But again, the system will catch up to those young guys too. Um, But they have the legs. They have the drive because they want to make a name for themselves. They want to get involved. I don't think you can... Ignore that completely. And Max has ignored it quite a bit. So it's interesting. Um, Interesting to see where we go from here. Obviously, immediately, Leche on the weekend. Okay. Um, It's going to start there. The league, in my personal opinion, if we don't make Europa League, this team could probably benefit more from focusing on domestic football. And I don't think we're of the cut to be performing in three competitions. We're just, we're not, I think that's clear. So for me, it's more beneficial for us to focus on the league. We need to get in the top four. Uh, That's reality. Uh, Absolutely have to. That's taken into account. Everything, Um, everything, as far as roster, everything, as far as finances, like top four is a must for this team. I think we're stretching ourselves out if we get into uh, Europa. I'm not saying drop the next game. Make sure you don't make it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that my belief is that uh, it's going to hurt us. It could potentially hurt us more. Do we think we'll go to uh, a complete run? How's everybody's confidence level on making a deep run in the Europa League? How's everybody feel about that? Do you honestly believe we can go on a deep run in the Europa League? I think it's going to be very, very difficult even there based on what I'm seeing out of our plate, Okay, I I still believe it's going to be very, very difficult. If that's the case, and we can all kind of think that we're a bit stretched out when it comes to depth, when it comes to our manager's willingness to rotate players and whatnot, I think it's better for us to shift the focus back home and they have to have to have to finish top fourth and I think stretching there is gonna be across the three comps is gonna make it difficult for us. It's gonna struggle. it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Uh oh, we will even struggle in the conference league according to Jeremiah. So there you go. Um Troy basically they lost to Monza Europa League. Hey fair right i mean the doubts are there the doubts are there um and a mesh the flip side need europa for the finances sure sure but again i just i can't help but have that fear that we're stretching ourselves and top four in league is an absolute must that trumps trumps even that um but, again, the finances, uh, and I get getting into your role, but just to get that and whatnot. But uh, they're going to be forced to look for answers. They're going to be forced to look for answers. But, again, management, upper management, they got to take some of the fault here. Max Allegri, I think he's got no leg to stand on anymore. He made the calls for this roster. And whether it's their injuries, whether it's whatever you've got guys, they went to bat for you more than they did Saudi more than they did Pierlo, who neither of them got a Mercado, whatever. And it's worse. It's worse. So your final say in the Mercado and everything has led you to this as well. And it's still not good enough. So it's, I'm just not finding it, uh, I'm not buying any of it. So for me, Max, see you later. All right. We're going to get Storm the Barn session going. So you guys can start getting your questions in for Storm the Barn, everything like that, okay? And uh, for those that want to maybe join me and get in on a call, we can make that happen too. I have one lined up, okay, that we're going to get in there and uh we're gonna bring him on he could share some of his thoughts maybe raise a question or whatnot for the store in the barn session okay so i'm gonna share with everybody how you could take part this is how you reach me on whatsapp okay and uh, should you not want to be part of the call-in sessions and just want to chat Yuve sometime whatever hey that's cool too All right. Um, I've been having a great time meeting uh, a bunch of, uh, supporters, uh, of the all UV cast and everything like that. And I've had a lot of fun. So even if you just want to do that, that's cool. That's how you get me on WhatsApp. You do not call me. Okay. Don't call me. I will call you. You simply want to join as a call in. All you have to do is send me a message. Okay. And I will call you in queue as you come up. I don't know how many we're going to get to. It depends how this goes, okay? But we are going to uh, start off with some uh, call-ins, okay? And uh, again, for everybody else, this is uh, that's my number there and whatnot. But for everybody else, you can just drop it in here if you don't want to uh, actually um, get in on a call, okay? So we're gonna line one up. Uh, call in, uh, now. and we're going to see if we can get, uh, Jeremiah, see if we can get Jeremiah in, who was the first call in on our, um, watch along. And, uh, it was great, great stuff. So let's see, see if we can get him.
0: Hey, El, how you doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to even ask you how you're doing. I think we are all feeling a like shit, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, these sessions always make it a bit better and um it it helps it helps uh, at least a little bit of therapy yeah. and we go through it together brother we go through it together so for storm the barn jeremiah um is there something you want to discuss is there a question you have directly um
0: yeah, I, I just, yes i do uh i would i would like to just uh, highlight a few things before i get to the question is if that's okay
1: absolutely okay um first
0: and foremost um I, I would say this is no longer Allegri's fault. Uh to be honest, this is no longer Allegri's fault. I think this is uh a big time management uh management mistake. I think they are to blame. Um, you know, they have a role to play and sucking a manager is part of their role. Uh do you agree, L?
1: Um I I mean I, yes. Well, I, I do agree yeah, that know, uh, like yeah. I've been saying, a management has to bear the blame for us getting to this part. Uh, I don't think Max is clear of fault, but uh, I do agree with you in what you're overall saying. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This should have be been done after the Monza game. You know, uh, we have teams like Chelsea doing it, Aston Villa has it. I think we missed a big time. We missed big time on Una Emery. I, I think Una Emery would have been a very good manager for us. Uh, we missed that boat. As um, Villa villas done it, even Monza hell, even Monza has done it, you know, uh, yep. and some some other Syria teams they have done it and they are seeing uh, better results. So, um, I this is no longer Allegri's fault. I mean, this is definitely management's fault. They should have sacked it long a long long time ago, and uh, they just keep dragging it, um, you know, and. Um, I am very, very concerned uh, with the state of U uh, A. Of you know, I've been supporting U A since 1991, man. That's 31 years. Yeah. And I have never seen the club in this sort of mess, you know, like this bad, uh, especially on the pitch performance. And um, I, I am I'm feeling, I, I am forever optimistic, but it's hard to be optimistic. I am saying that if, if Max is not sacked, if Max is not sacked by the World Cup or even just after the World Cup, um, I don't think we are even going to make top four in the Syria. Yeah? I don't think, I don't think we are even going to make the top four in the Syria, yeah? and I think uh, Agnelli, Agnelli, and 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 the rest of the top management they're gonna they're gonna run this club down, just like how the Glazers did with Man United, you know? Yeah. Um.
1: There I, I, this
0: is what I I really feel and 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 UV is going to struggle to come out of this the repercussions are very very high the, the price to pay is going to be very high yeah um, and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna suffer for many years if the bleeding does not stop if if Max is not sacked, uh, max is done max is, max is done it, there's no turning turning this around it's done
1: yeah no there is uh They're on a slippery slope for sure. Um, And I do agree with your point that uh, if we look back to that moment, all the doubts were there. I mean, we covered it quite a bit on the channel here that, Hey, we have major doubts about uh, the level that we had hit the low that we had hit and getting, being able to dig this team out of there. And those doubts are still there with max. So your point about making that change at that point, it's, speculatory but obviously i mean we could arguably be in a better spot right now if we had made the move at that time we won't ever know and of course it's all speculation but at the same time yeah. it's it's uh, at a dangerous point now of getting worse uh, and much much worse so it's going to be interesting to see now the players reaction because now that you're out of the champions league and Again, yep. you've been struggling against lower sides. We're, we're really going to see kind of what players and stuff, like where their uh, heads lie and where their add-to goes. Because these retiros, you know, I don't really believe too much in them and whatnot. But again, you do a retiro, you have an international break where our players actually performed well when they went on international yeah. duty. It's when they come back, that's the damn problem. And again, for me, it's because Max isn't cutting it. Uh, as far as his approach uh, yeah. and his system, mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, the coach, you know, you know, this team is playing like a bunch of friends meeting for the first time and being managed by a random guy on the beach. You, you get what I mean? It's
1: like,
0: <laughs> it's like we have we have absolutely no idea what we are doing on the pitch. Absolutely clueless. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. It is a pain to watch. It's not. I wouldn't say horrible. It's a pain. It's, it's you know. It's a massive pain. It, it's and, it's and painful. I, yeah, yeah. What do you think?
1: It's it's painful. It is. It's painful to see, it's painful. and it's tough to watch.
0: And and El, I, before I get to my question, I'm 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 going to be very frank. I do not think we will make top four if Max is still around.
1: Yeah. And...
0: I I I, re- I really don't think so. Because we are we are losing against the big teams, we are losing points against the young, the smaller teams, the mid table teams. I, I don't think we're gonna make the top four. Yeah. Um, and and if Max does not leave, if this management does not take does not have the balls to sack him and and keep him for the sake of of stability, what
1: bullshit is stability? There's no stability in this team. Yeah. It's yeah, so if they if,
0: yeah, they gotta grow, they gotta grow some balls, they gotta sack him, they gotta take the bite, they gotta bite the bullet, they gotta, they gotta take the loss because losing out in Europe is costing us a lot of money as well, right? Yeah, so, so, and I think, I think we missed the big boat in Unai Emery. I think he would have been a very good coach for us, and he has just left to Aston Villa. It's, it's crazy, but anyway, Al, I would like to get to the question, I do not want to take too much of your
1: time, okay? Um. So this is
0: a hypothetical question for you. If you, uh, Alberto, if you were hired to come in um, the UA organization as a sporting director or something in the Marota role with full power and authority uh, on the footballing side of things, right? Yeah. If you, if you were hired uh, to come in and make uh, critical changes, what are the first three? What are the
1: first three top priority changes would you make at the club? As far as given uh, the situation, as far as the roster goes,
0: no, um, I'm talking about
1: or just the team and like what some, changes would yeah, I make? You Organizational, yeah, you're gonna make some critical changes, right? Yeah. So you are you are brought in you are brought in to to to, 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 to have the responsibility of making these changes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what are the top three priority changes, the first three that you will make right now at this club?
1: Okay, and that's as an organization, everything. So for me, um, I, I again, it's, it's not that that role necessarily would have that power, but for me, Agnelli needs to not be the face anymore. He'll always be involved, which is fine, and he can do that. But for me, you need uh, somebody else to look over the actual footballing side. Okay, footballing side of things, proper direction and everything. He could do the business side of that. He doesn't need to be the face. He can be behind the scenes for that. Agnelli will always be involved, but he's got to bear the weight. And it was ultimately his call because it all starts and ends with Agnelli. He needs to bite the bullet on uh, this whole uh, misdirection between Pirlo and then Allegri. Um, Coach, without a doubt, has to be changed as far as the roster goes. As far as the roster goes, you clean house with uh, these guys um, that uh, just are hitting. They're hitting their point of uh, no return, and they've arguably we should have arguably not had certain extensions in there. But uh, we have these options that we're getting bidden on right now. For me, you change the yeah. scope of your contracts. That's a major issue with Juventus change the scope. How much of these are we hearing about now? So, Benucci is not getting extended. What's happening is that the contract has an option in there that automatically, automatically kicks in that puts them until 2024. Quadrado had the same option that kicked in this year for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you have, You know, Sandro again, in which you didn't move, and you could have made a decision on Sandro a couple years ago. And for me, it's how they look and how they operate that needs to change dramatically, more so than the guys and the players and whatnot. For me, it's a whole business model that needs to change. All the successful teams have contingency planning. Juventus has... Very little contingency planning. We are now set up in the best manner we ever have been to have proper contingency planning, but it needs to be backed. And what I mean by that is integration of these players into the actual roster in a useful manner for us. That's what needs to happen. So before we get to any players, anything like that, our business model needs to change completely for us to find sustainable success in my opinion exactly and i hope that answers your question kind of how i'm looking at this team and organization um but uh yeah there's a lot to dissect and uh that's a great one that we could probably carry on into match day live for empoli and everything like that jerry but uh hey it's been amazing having you on jeremiah i want to thank you for coming on again thank you you betcha. Anyway, see you soon. We'll see you soon and talk to you in the live chat here. Ciao, brother.
0: Yeah. Ciao. Bye.
1: All right. So Jeremiah was some great stuff there, everybody. And uh, again, it's, uh, you know, where do you start? For me, the business model as a whole uh, needs to be completely revamped for Juventus. And uh, that ties into... Cutting the cord on guys at the right time, knowing when to say your goodbye. Banucci, you know, in his performance yesterday, it's he's not gonna give you the longevity of Kellini. Okay, we know that it's it's not there. Um, quadrado, quadrado, again, it's not gonna happen. But again, when you break that down, it's that contract, it's those contract options that those automatically uh kick in and everything like that. Our contract business needs to be much, much sharper. And that's been a problem, arguably even dating back to Marota. So a lot of work to be done by this team. Okay. So uh, if anybody else wants to uh, take part in the call in again, just text me on my WhatsApp at that number. If you want to join us on the call in. Okay. Um, Now, Let's get... So the number's back up there. Just text me on there, okay, if you want to call in. We're going to get to another storm in the barn here, and that's coming in from Dells. At what point do the board get together and oust Agnelli? Well, this is it. What he's doing is borderline corruption with the way he's protecting his mate, Allegri Pirlo, and Sari should claim for unfair dismissal. It comes in uh, to this, basically, and uh, what are we doing? Are we protecting our friends, or are we trying to uh, run... a a club a team here um we're losing our, our standard um it's slipping lower and falling lower and lower by the second so i think Agnelli needs to be relieved of that overall final say on this team and it needs to be someone else we need a fresh outlook we need a fresh approach and that goes into the business model that goes into contracts everything needs to be revamped because if you look at where we're at now, it hasn't just happened overnight. This has been something that's happened for years. For years, it's been coming, right? And now we're just seeing it hit full throttle. So it, it just, again, everything needs to be evaluated. And we're being told that everything is being evaluated and has been getting evaluated for a month. So we have to just wait and see, all right? But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating times. And, again, we get these matches here and there. You're hoping for this turnaround. You're hoping for this pick-me-up. But, for me, it's this team can't get it done in big games that ultimately kills uh, Allegri for me. Your team just cannot get it done in the big games. Why can't they get it done in the big games? I truly believe it's because they just, we do not play a brand of football that can put our players in a situation to succeed against top clubs, against in those tough matches. Our chances go way down against the good teams, usually. Okay. Um, And the chances that we do get, the opportunities, it's, it's very low percentage, guys. So there's just, it, it, for me, it all falls down on that. Lack of a system. Lack of a structure. These guys aren't getting help from their manager. And when you tack onto that, that the young guys have looked better and they're not getting the minutes, that's the thing. Miretti, Fagioli. Let's talk about fajoli. Even in yesterday's, Horror show. This kid can't get some game time? W- what are we doing? What are, what are we doing here? You know, like, it's just, it's shocking to me. If there was an opportunity to play Fajoli, of course yesterday would have been a time. He's not getting game time Any any other reason. And you know what? Why did we lie to this kid? Did we lie? To Fajoli, in order to extend his contract to keep him as Juve property for plus Valenza. Did we actually do that to this kid? Did we like, did we actually do that? Did we actually promise him, give him a false promise in order to lock up that contract extension just so we didn't lose him? Because that's complete bullshit if we did and if we would do something like that we deserve all the young talent to snub us moving forward but it really raises questions when he can't even get a minute game like that and he's not getting continued minutes um it starts to really raise that question for me did we give him false promises just to lock up that extension it's frustrating, frustrating stuff. We're going to get to uh, some more uh, Storm the Barn uh, questions here. Um, we've got uh, Anthony coming in with one. If we continue with Agnelli and Max and we don't make the top four, how can this team um, improve without the finances? Well, here's the thing. If we, uh, yeah, if we don't make, making, not making top four is not an option. Like we absolutely have to get in there. Okay. You talk about Europa, you talk about all this and getting in there for finance and stuff like that, but not making the top four. I tell you, and if what we're doing now is at risk, then changes have to happen. So we're late October. We know the world cup break is upon us and we just have to wait. But here's the thing. You really have to start questioning the ambition of these guys, this team, this club overall in the fact that we haven't made the changes. Big teams, if we want to be in the mix with big teams, they would have acted by now. You you can bet your ass they would have acted by now. And the finances, Allegri's contract, this and that, it's all noise. It's all noise. You find a way, you make it happen. That's the bottom line. Any other big team would have taken action by now. So I have to really, really question this club's ambitions at this point. Really, really do. Next up is uh, Dan Kata here coming in with um, Storm the Barn. Are benucci's struggles because of tension with Allegri, who he has never gotten along with? I don't think his struggles come from the manager. I think that their relationship has always been rocky, and it's that's well documented. But Max has had that issue with several players. And I think Benucci's struggles, honestly, are because his partnership i think Benucci benefits out of certain playing styles next to him and that style that has to be next to him is an aggressor um yesterday he played the game without an aggressor um gatti typically i think gatti can develop into that aggressor style but he's actually like more of a mix of a clean type of uh style defender but uh I think he'll take shape of the aggressor. But yesterday's a, it's a one-off for Gatti. And I don't want to go too harsh on him because of the fact that he got dropped in, not expecting to start. And it's a Champions League match, do or die, in Lisbon. But Benucci struggles tremendously if he doesn't have that aggressor next to him and that cleanup guy with him. So even with uh, Bremer, he still struggles, but it's better. It's better. With Kellini though, and that partnership and, you know, the, obviously the BBC there, we'll never see that again. We'll never see that again. Um, Bonucci's making mental errors now to the level that he never used to before as well. So for me, um, when you start seeing that, it's not like a relationship thing or a conscious thing. I think it's uh, – And let's not uh, downplay the situation Juventus is in right now. This is an overwhelming situation for the players. Okay? Um, This is really, really hard when you're one of those guys. And Benucci is one of those guys. Hell, he wears the armband. Um, You bear that weight. You bear that. And this is an overwhelming scenario. And it's one that he's not used to. Um, He hasn't really gone through that. With Juve, the past few years, like even in Sars' year, they won the Scudetto. Um, last year with Max, it wasn't to this degree. This is an intense scenario. And that might be a reason why Max isn't going to young guys, but still doesn't make it right in my personal opinion. But for me, the struggles with Benucci are, I think, times catching up real, real quick to Benucci. And you factor in uh, this whole scenario that the team's in. And it's overwhelming. It's extremely overwhelming. And uh, he's not the only guy that needs a shot of life, a spark, and everything to kind of reignite something. That's why I think the coaching change kind of has to happen uh, first in order to get it going, right? Um, And Dan just wants to add on to that, saying that I think it's been tough, but in Benucci being the last man left from that era, he was the youngest of the uh, BBBC. Yes, he was the uh, youngest and whatnot, but again, I just – I think it's the whole moment situation at UV right now is extremely overwhelming and uh, again, you need something to fall back on They need something to have a belief in and right now that just gets low every time you fail in a big match. We start all over. We start all over, you have to win against Leche now and you have to start picking up these little boosts of momentum but the problem is they can't get one of those big match wins. Those are the ones that are really going to try and drive and sp- like that spark. So if it ain't coming with max based on pragma- uh, pragmatism and, and approach, you got to make a change. It, it's it's just, and regard- ultimately it's just results. Okay. We were always fed results. This results that with max. Well, the results are gone. Results are gone. Okay. And the standard is slipping. If now is not the time to change. When is wait till world cup what we're wasting every moment is wasted time okay that's how i feel uh right now so it's gonna be and again you know michael Razzo getting in here with no leaders in the past we had leaders on the team we've overpaid guys who don't care this needs to change look again you can have all the leadership in the world and this thing started to slide even with some of those leaders around you can have all the leaders in the world You need to have an identity, a system, something where you know, I want this player because this is where he's going to fit. This is what we're going to do. The midfield needs to be a unit. I've never seen a midfield that doesn't play together. Ours does not, and it doesn't matter what players you put in there. Miretti does interchange with our Regista's a bit. Um, Our flank play, so Predictable our forwards now are left just watching and walking to the back post to look for a cross. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. So we need a lot of work. Um, we've had a lot of uh, dissection here of U of situation and everything. Who's at fault? And what, what do we do? How do we move on? Like, why isn't Max being fired? Like, where do you go? Like Europa League. What's this team going to benefit from? Hey, It's everybody's own opinion based on their perspectives, how they see things. Okay. Um, For me, this team needs to change something. You need to try to do something. Okay. And you, how long do we want to wait? Like if we think it's too late now, like we're going to wait even further. Like you could have arguably salvaged something at this season and maybe it didn't work, but you would have tried. Right. The problem for me is they didn't, Really try. So they're saying essentially, management is saying, Look, we had Sari, we had Pirlo, and now we have Allegri. It's the players. The problem with that is okay, you have players stating they don't understand. They don't understand what we're supposed to do out there. There's no shared understanding. If you look at this team on the pitch, the play is not in unison. The players haven't. No chemistry into October. And if you look back, if you look back at Max's tenure, his first tenure with Juventus, when he first took over, the team, they knew who they were. And he had a very strong roster, okay? He added a couple pieces here. He he made okay out of some guys that weren't that great. But if you look at that first tenure, here's the one thing. We always had doubt in players. We always had doubt in players. And we always had until it started to need tweaking and he needed to start to come up with the answers as the main guys that ran the show moved away. He needed to come up with the answers. And that slowly started to fade. And then we started questioning players. Players this, players that all the time. Under Max, 18-19, we questioned Paolo Dybala. He goes on to have an MVP season when Max leaves. Um, he does fine, honestly. Injuries ended up killing uh, Dybala, but performance-wise, he had one bad season post Allegri, and he was riddled with injuries and COVID. It's tough. But we, we were questioning Dybala. Dybala's gone on. He's been good. Again, injury got him. We will always question players. Under Max Allegri, you will always question players and good players. If he needs the Galacticos to come in here to beat the likes of Monza and Salernitana and Sampadoria and just to compete with big teams that aren't huge teams like Benfica, then he needs to go because we're never going to see the Galacticos, okay? We're never going to see the Galacticals at Juventus. So that's just pretty much sums it up for me and where I'm at and wrapping up this pod is that I don't see us getting anywhere with Max, not now and not in the future. So any moment carried on beyond now is a waste of time in my personal opinion. Okay. Um, it just is what it is. And we'll get some uh, comments here uh, as we wrap up here, John. Through The opposite side of that situation is that we stand making terrible signings after Marota left. Fact is, we're still suffering from bad signings. I still believe Max has to go. There's There was bad signings with Marota as well, though. And there was awful contract extensions Marota made. And that's why earlier on with Jeremiah's question on the call in there that I got to... I basically stated that uh, the business model, the business model has to change, has to change tremendously. Um, Everything needs to be revamped. Okay. But when you're looking at this, we have always doubted players under Max. Okay. And always attack them, always whatever, and good, good players. You are always going to get that with Max Allegri questioning players questioning players at what point do you just realize that he doesn't have anything that's set to make a group come together and succeed And that at that point i think the group was already developed and there and he just helped guide it along but when that group needed reshaping needed work need retooling he had no ideas he had no ideas and we were banking on those individual guys. Oh, Dybala, this, all that. Oh, he's not good enough. You can't bank on him. Sorry, banked on him. He had an MVP season. We still won this, Scudetto even though we started hurtling. We didn't give that man players. We didn't get players for any of our either two coaches after that. You're always going to question players under Max Allegri. I truly believe that. And for me, it's time. Cut the cord. Stop the bleeding, Juve. We have to stop the bleeding. Everybody, uh, a couple things. If you could take the second to like the video while you're here, that would be huge. It all helps the channel. When we're done recording, if you could just drop a comment, any comment, okay, uh, would help out the channel tremendously. Again, if you want to help out and support the channel, hey, little tidbits, um, like uh, just tagging us in anything. Uh, It could be like uh, the tweet of the match there or something like this, just fun stuff if you want to share some of the content and make uh, clips and whatnot out of the videos that's great use them as talking points it all helps also check out the store online link to youtube there's an awesome new del piero design out there that all helps uh, the channel as well you guys uh are amazing in the live chat we always thank you guys for the support times aren't the greatest okay but We make it through together, Juventini, okay? And, um, you know, we go through the tough times and it makes the victories sweeter. Juventus will rise again. We just don't know when right now, okay? But it will happen. It will happen, all right? Everybody, obviously, we'll be back on the weekend for a match day live. That'll be Saturday before the match. I will do a live watch along for that game, okay? So make sure you join. I'll be the commentator for that one. Um, as always, no matter what, fino alla fine, forza Juve. Okay. Ciao tutti. Enjoy the rest of your weeks, regardless of what went down. We'll meet up again on the weekend, but I'll keep you posted with some daily update videos, uh, throughout the rest of the week. And then, uh, Hey, what have been, what have I been saying for the past uh, month? One game at a time. Let's take it one game at a time. Let's see if we get some reaction out of management everything like that and uh, we will see we miss your commentators hey i appreciate that i will be commentating uh doing the watch along for the late match so i hope to see you all there everybody enjoy uh, the rest of your weeks fino alla fine forza juve and uh, as justin b says allegri out alberto in ciao tutti